I am awake, I'm aware, and I'm alive. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Let's let's just dive in, guys. This is a we got a bunch of people here. Isabel, good morning. Selena, Brian's coming in. Let's dive in. I uh, I've got a guest host today, which is Monica Graves from uh, beautiful Denver, Colorado. She's a team leader. She is a um, she's an, an amazing human being. I'll just say that, Monica. How about that? <laughs> I mean, she sells a lot of houses, right? She's an icon agent with, with EXP, but. It's uh, really today, this is our Mindset Monday. So if you're here to get a little tune up uh, or if you are, just pick up some new strategies and skills related to mindset, you're in the right place. So Monica, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing fantastic. Like I said, it's a beautiful day here in Denver. It is. <laughs> and see, that's what I'm talking about. This attitude, every time I talk to Monica. So um, <laughs> I, I left out, by the way, she's also an author, right? And the title of your book is? Inner Being in Balance. And it's seven steps to success in business, life, and beyond. It's pretty cool. So we're going to break down parts of that book. We're going to talk about um, exactly how Monica preps for listing consult- listing appointments, buyer consultations. Um, we're talking about a few of these things this morning. So I-, I want to start right off the bat, Monica, with um, in terms of who you're being, your mindset. Do you wake up every day naturally just like, I'm ready to rock or are there days when you wake up and you're like, you got to re- reconstruct yourself. And how does that work for you? I would say, you know, I'm human. It depends on the night before. Um, so yeah, it's one of, one of those where, of course, yes, I want to wake up and feel great. So that means that I probably need to go to bed at a good hour in order for that to happen. And, um, and then if I do wake up in the middle of the night, which Happens sometimes. Um, I'm very affected by the full moon. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but with us, with our bodies being so much water, you know, a lot of times when I tell people that I am affected by the moon, they they look at me like I'm, you know, a werewolf or something. And and I I I have to explain. Well, physically, you know, our body is made up of a lot of water, and so if 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 the ocean is affected by the the moon. And the tides and things like that. Imagine what it's probably doing to our body. So, so yeah, sometimes I will not sleep at all. Like Friday, you know, was a flower moon and I pretty much stayed up all night. And so Saturday was a, a morning that I got to, to sleep in because of that night. But I wake up pretty energized um, and ready to go. And I think I've told you this before, Jesse, I'm, I, I'm all about you know, getting your body going. And, um, and so I just sit on the edge of my bed, hold my arms up into a, a funnel and, and just put myself out there. Like I am awake, I'm aware and I'm alive. So it, you know, just raising your arms up, gets you in that moving situation. And then of course, you know, heading to the restroom, you know, there's, I don't think there's any humans that don't need to go to the restroom first thing. So it's, it's like, okay, how do I feel going to the bathroom? Let's not 
let's not hang the head down low and, you know, and, and mumble getting to the restroom. <laughs> Just like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's go. And so that's pretty much how I get that energy feeling. And, um, and just, that's, you know, that's awesome. It, it literally starts when you get out of bed. Yeah. Huh. I love it. it. It almost just starts when I'm laying there, you know, opening your eyes, um, you know, don't just jump out of bed, sort of, you know, do that aspect of that little ritual that I do just to get going. I love it. So, so let, let's talk about some of these seven principles for manifesting, uh, you know, success in life, business, beyond. Right? That's the, right, in your book. Is that one of the seven principles? The the or how, what? What are your seven principles? Yeah. So they are. They're. Um, it's the word balance. So inner being in balance. And so I, I really, I started journaling about. Gosh, I have to say, thirty years ago, because I started journaling. Um, when I was pregnant with my son that turned 30 last month. Um, so, and I also got my license when I was pregnant. So, so now I know I'm, you know, every year I know how, how many years I've been licensed in real estate. Um, and journaling, you know, is, is a, is a great way to just release things. And so I started writing about trying to be in balance. Um, and so it's the acronym balance. So B stands for believing, A, allowing, L, learning, A, affirming, N, nurturing, C, celebrating, and E, expanding. I love okay. it. Yeah, it's easy. You know, next time you feel like out of, out of balance, you can start thinking like that. Okay, what what am I believing in this moment? Um. I need to allow myself to have this balance. What do I need to learn? And then do some affirmations. That nurturing part of you is really, you know, quit beating yourself up, right? We do that so often, we're our worst critic. Celebrate. And then expand. Expand from there. So it really only takes a few few minutes think about it and then all of a sudden you're balanced all right so, so, so we're going to unpack a few of those i want to see how, how does this tie into if you have a listing appointment or a buyer consultation or some type of client meeting right do, do you do, do those seven how do those seven principles tie in and what's what's your prep before you go into to one of those so you know we all need to to think a lot bigger than what we are because again it comes into that criticizing aspect of yourself. Um, give yourself plenty of time because the last thing you want to do is be late. Um, you know, watch traffic, watch the news, whatever you need to get there. Just always know that it's best for you to get there, even if it's 30 minutes early versus five minutes late. And I work in the mountains. You never know if it's going to be really bad weather. Um, so I have to watch, like I said, the weather to make sure, but, but I like it that, that I give myself that prep time. And then when I get into the car, um, I always ask my angels to protect me to, you know, be there because the last thing you want is to 
to be in some kind of accident or 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 to be in traffic. I always feel like when I ask my angels to protect me, there's less traffic. There's left less people, um, you know, like trying to cut me off or things like that. And then when you actually get there, I do this. It's really funny, but I look at myself in my rearview mirror. And I wink at myself and I say, you got this. And, you know, mirror work is so important in my life. Um, I talk about it in my book. Have you ever heard of mirror work, Jesse? I'm sure sure you Uh, have. And so I'm a Louise Hay um, teacher and instructor. I was actually um, mentored by her. And Louise Hay, you know, was one of the um, pioneers for self-development. And so I teach her workshops. And that was one of the things that I learned from her was that mirror work, you know, and so it really does help your confidence to just look at yourself and say, you know, you got this. And and then I when I get out of the car, um, especially for a listing appointment, you know, most sellers, they say like 50 to 60 percent of sellers are, are waiting on you and they they look out the window or they're looking out the door. And 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 so. I want them to see me big or, or I want them to see me like my powerful self. So I'm always standing up really straight. I have my clipboard. I'm looking around the, the property, looking at the neighbors, looking at the curb appeal, looking at the roof, you know, and they're, they're watching me. And then when I get to the door, sometimes they're, they'll open the door before I even like knock or ring the doorbell because they're already like watching it. And and then I want myself to seem bigger than the doorway. And when you when you visualize yourself bigger than the doorway, they're going to feel it. They're going to feel that confidence. They're going to feel your power. And all of a sudden, they're like, wow. And, and I want that first impression to be wow, right? And so I think it's all about visualization. And, and sometimes I'll visualize seeing them signing um, the listing agreement or the buyer consultation. If you visualize that, you can actually do, you know, we have electronic contracts. So since I'll have them uh, already prepared, I, I'll go and see their signature, visualize that signature. And it's amazing how many times that works. All right. There's a lot that I want to ask questions on. So when, when you're walking up to the house, and you know someone is watching you, or even if you don't know, but you feel like someone may be watching you. Sometimes I think when folks are just starting to get used to this, it makes them a little bit um, like what like self-conscious. So did you start off knowing that if someone feels himself being self-conscious, do you have any tools that you would do to, to address that? So we always forget to breathe. And you know, breath is so important. And so I would say, you know, just take a few breaths. That's that's what I do too before I do public speaking. Jesse, you probably do that too. You know, before you actually get out there so that you won't have the jitters or the nerve nerves, um, just take like three breaths and and think about your breath. And I always have this affirmation that Louise said that was the power is in the present moment. And and so when you put yourself in that present moment, instead of much worrying about the future, things seem to go so much better. So what is it about taking the breath that brings you back to that present moment? And um, 
And then once you take that breath and it brings you to the present moment, um, do you just get, get like try to figure out how, how do we, those are some tactical things, but then how do you, do you get used to this fact that like, okay, someone's watching me, but like, I got this. Like, does it all kind of go, is it like a circle? They all kind of like bring you back to the same place. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, like I said, it's, it's more of that confidence, right? You can't just go into a, uh, like I've got two listing appointments today and you want to do all that prep work in the aspect of, of, you know, driving the neighborhood, doing the, the, the comps, going in and seeing those properties. Um, but being, being confident is about practicing. You know, I, so many people just think that they're just going to wing it. You know, I, I could never just wing it. it. It would make me feel so uncomfortable, right? So I just think that if, if somebody is expecting me, watching me, I want to be as big as, as I can in that aspect of physically feeling it. Um, and I think that it just helps me with my confidence, just knowing, yeah, you know, you're going to do great. Now, what, what happens if you don't get the listing, right? Or what, what happens if a buyer doesn't want to work with you? Um, the mindset part of that is, you know, I did the best that I could have. Um, maybe even ask the seller, so, you know, after they, they let you know, no, they went with someone else, ask them. Be confident enough to ask them why, right? So that you can learn from that versus beating yourself up about it, more about, oh, okay, well, I could, those are some things that maybe I can change. Sometimes the chemistry is just not there, right? I mean, I mean, I had that happen with the buyer last week, uh, prepping the buyer for three weeks. They flew out here, and then I heard that they, you know, actually met with another buyer agent and, and, and had them, you know, as a friend. And then they just said, oh, we had, the, there was much, something about this friend, you know, interior back, um, interior design background. When I don't have an interior design background, there's, I can't do anything about that. So move on, right? There's always going to be somebody else. There's always enough. How, how did you develop that belief? Because I was, you, I was going to ask you, how do you get yourself to, to uh, uh, you know, how do you handle this? But you answered it. You, you move on. How, how do you get yourself to have that belief that there's always another client there for you? Because I feel like that gives you that sense that it's okay to move on. So how did you develop that? Um, the abundance mindset is, it is difficult, especially if you've got things that aren't working out um, because the scarcity aspect of it will just tend to make it uh, make you have more scarcity. And I always uh, felt like, you know, when I was a, a young kid, and I talk about this in, in my book, I've always had this, um, I've always had this outlook that, that there's a source taking care of me, okay? There's, and all I have to do is really ask um, for that, you know, ask for the, the aspect of, I want something better. And, and the abundance mindset is, there is, there's always something better. And, and if you just open your mind to it and be able to receive it, because I think so many times people maybe ask for things, pray for things, whatever you want to call it, firm, do affirmations, 
but then they really don't feel it. You got you have to really, really feel it. And the feeling part of it is what makes it actually happen. Um, you can do affirmations all day long, but if you don't believe it, it's not gonna work. Right. So so abundance, yeah. I've always had that aspect of there's always something better. I've always wanted to better myself. Um, not judging, which is really hard. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think we judge ourselves, judge others on a daily basis. And uh, and if you can release that judgment aspect of it and just sort of try to understand um, why are you going through this versus judging the situation of it, just release it, let it go, and just know that something out there is better waiting. It's that back to that first be in balance with belief, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about believing. Interesting. Yep. So, so, so with the, with the ups and downs that most real estate agents face, because I mean, I've been doing this not quite as long as you, but you know, 20 years. And you, I think all of us have those moments where it's like, we think it's going well and, and maybe it doesn't in a moment. Right. Yeah. And you move on and you have, if, if you have that belief, it really does give you that sense of, uh, back to that sense of confidence. So I want to, I want to circle back to confidence. Um, how much of your success do you attribute to that? feeling of confidence, the way you show up for clients. How important is that in your world? Um, I think that, I, I, like I said before, the, the practice part, you know, let's, let's say you're, uh, um, you're getting prepared for the Olympics, okay? And it's the same kind of thing, I think, with our business is, you can get a coach, right? So a coach will hold you accountable for doing the things that you need to do, or you can try to do it on your own and, and practice because the more you practice, the more it becomes second nature. And then the more second nature you have the, the, that more confidence. So it, it is really about, I mean, you would never go into a competition or, a, or, a you know, like I said, the Olympics without, being this daily thing that you've got to do, make sure that you do your best. And whether, like I said, a, a coach can definitely help you with that because a coach is going to say, here's the things that I need for you to do. I'm going to hold you accountable for it, just like any kind of sports coach would do. And then that confidence comes before the the, the presentation or the, the actual doing because you practice it so much. It's It's like, I got this. That's what I say. Why I always say, you know, look at myself in the mirror and just say, you got this because it, it really goes into that, that part of you, the, the energy aspect of it. And I want that confidence energy to, to um, connect with that person, the buyer or the seller. And, and then the thing, the process, the process, you know, I've got a process. If you don't have a process then you might as well just not really be doing it because a process is going to help you have that confidence. Okay. So, so there's practice, but you just threw another one in there, which is the process. And so, and I think this is where maybe a coach fits in for people. Um, I mean, is there certain areas of real estate that every agent should be practicing or does it help to have a coach who will identify for you? You should practice on this piece or that piece. But what, what do you think it is for most agents? I think that if, if agents had someone that could hold them accountable 
whether, like I said, a coach or a team lead or someone that's going to to practice that process. Because I have, um, you know, I'm, I'm a ninja. I was a ninja instructor for ninja selling for 12 years. And I think I, Selena, I talked to you about this when we met at EXPCon. It's the, the ninja selling part of it gives you a 10-step buyer process and a 16-step seller process. That process changed my life and changed my business because I was sort of just going with, you know, the way I thought that it was going to work. And then once I had a process, I explained to the buyer or seller that I had a process. And they like it. They like that you have, you know, they're, they're like, oh, okay. You know, and then I'm like, would you like to uh, go over that process? And, and then it's, it's, it's just these questions that are done in order. And I feel so confident because I know that it works, <laughs> right? When something works. And so I think that having that accountability or coach say, you know, here's the process. Let's practice it. Let me be the buyer. Let me be the seller. And sometimes when I practice or I tell an agent, you know, if, they, or if they're going to practice with a team member, um, I tell them to try to be hard, hard on them, you know, so that they're, you know, no, don't be really nice and, and, and just answer things that, that you think are going to make it easier on them. I said, try to, try to make these questions answer with something difficult so that that person can practice on, oh, this is going to be a difficult seller. This is going to be a difficult buyer. And, and then when they're not, <laughs> you're a hero, right? When, when you go in and you're, you're like, okay, I'm ready for anything. And then, and then you're, you just get them to sign the, the, you know, the listing consultation or the um, agreement. I love, I love it when, you know, they sign right there afterwards because, and I even ask them, are they meeting with someone else? And if they say yes, then I'm always first. I'm like, let me go first. And I like being first. Um, and then that objection when they say they want to meet with someone else, I'm like, I always ask why. And they, they're like, well, I, I was just thinking maybe they might have a different opinion on price. And I'm like, well, you already agreed with it, with me on price. And, and so I'm like, what else could they say? It would steer you away from working with me. And then there, you know, that confidence part of it comes out and they're like, you know, I really, I really like this, that, that you're confident that you can take this. And then I'm like, yeah, let me just call your other appointments and I'll, I'll cancel them for you. And, um, and then they're, you know, the seller's looking at me like, really? I'm like, oh yeah. And they're like, well, I feel obligated. Oh, don't feel obligated. Let me just do it for you. I'll let them know that you're you're going with me, and um, you know those those phone calls. Some agents get really upset, and some agents are like, "Oh, well, thank you so much for you know saving me some time." Is that all part of the process, by the way, or did, did That's you do all, all part that of the time? process? All part of the process. Because I do a, a pre-listing interview with buyers and sellers on the phone. Do the the pre, you know before you meet with them in person. So, so you can build that confidence. I was going to say, so, so we'll have to do another podcast that's on some of these processes. Cause this yeah. is, I, I forget that you were a coach for so many years for, for that, but <laughs> so, so, so step number one for someone would be, it sounds like if they don't have a process, go get one. Get a process. 
Yep. And if they ha- if they have a process, start to evaluate and refine it and make sure it's it's working. Like, did you yep. did your process evolve over the years? Or has it literally been like you got it twelve years ago and you've just it just works and you've been using? No, it it did. It, the ninja process it tripled my business in one year. Wow! Just to have a process and 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 to have that mindset of of confidence and know that this system works and this process works. Um, so, so once, once, once it's, once you start doing the process over and over and over, it becomes so ingrained that that confidence is just there because you, you know, oh, the system works, right? I'm not going to question the system. How, how do, how do agents practice it? Like, are you just talking about role play or they like reviewing? How, how do you recommend people practice this stuff? No, I do. I, I think that, like I said, it's either going to be, uh, another, uh, peer, um, have an accountability partner and set it up. You know, Mondays are great because you don't know what what all is going to happen in the week. So maybe it's previewing properties. Maybe it's, um, you know, doing a Zoom like this and just practicing. Um, but I, that's what I would suggest in order to get the confidence and the mindset that that you can achieve. And, and you know, I don't really like call, calling it closing, but but you can gain that um, buyer or seller definitely from the mindset of, you know, you have it because it just takes that practice. So either a coach like myself, um, I'll mention my, my website. It's called manifestwithmonica.com. And, um, and so what you'll find there is some information about my book, but also about using me as a coach to help you with things like this, um, having a process or at least having somebody as your accountability partner. I just think accountability partners are so important. What structure do you recommend for people for accountability partners? Daily, weekly, what, what sort of structure do you, do you recommend? I think, um, yeah, once a week is good because it, like I said, Mondays are us- usually a great time to, to get with someone and, and let them know how your week is going. Oh, I've got this um, listing coming up. I'd love to just go over, you know, this with you. And, and sometimes it, that accountability is also following up with the week before, what did you do? You know, what are the things that you did? Um, and, and it's almost like when you're meeting with somebody, you're, you're, you're forced to do a little bit extra because you don't want to show up without have done some of those things that you've done, you know, they were, were holding you accountable for. Um, it's just like anything, you know, if, if you've got something that's due, you, you want to have that accountability person hold you accountable to make sure that it gets done. It's There's hard to so be many- alone, you know, alone on an island and, and trying to get yourself to do these things. You know, accountability partner or coach is always help you to be the best that you can be. Yeah. You've dropped so many little things in just the last 20 minutes. It's, it's, I mean, it's really, it's like, and some of these things, if you've been in the, you know, in the personal growth or, or real estate world for a while, you've heard some of these, but it's when you stack them all up on top of each other, it really is a pretty powerful uh, t- box of tools that you've just talked about, Monica. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, there, you know, and, and, and there's always been so many studies about, um, you know, visualizing 
what visualization can do for you. Um, so I do that every morning. You know, I visualize what my day is going to look like. I visualize um, how that consultation is going to go. I call it consultation versus presentation because I feel like it needs to be a back and forth thing versus just me doing a, you know, a presentation. Um, once I changed that word to, to consultation, it, it made so much more sense versus because you know when you're presenting. That's why I wanted you to do this question answer thing versus me just presenting, right? Because when you just present, I like the, it, you want, you don't get to feel as much of it versus when somebody's, you know, consulting or going back and forth with questions and answers. Uh, absolutely. I, I mean, and, and I, I think that I can tell the energy dynamic, it's much better. So, so last couple minutes, um, if you have like, not even new agents, but someone who's an experienced agent right now who's listening to this, if they're looking for a tune-up or to tweak something, what would you recommend? What would you, what would you tell them to do? That's a good question. Um, so yeah, with the, with the tune-up, I, I've always believed that, you know, open houses and, and previewing properties is one of the best ways to actually uh, practice what you preach, right? Um, because when you when you have open houses, you're actually dealing with people in in real estate versus just networking in networking's great, not saying, but you know because you definitely need to be networking and prospecting. But if you do two open houses a weekend, that's going to be eight open houses a month. Usually the participation at each open house is between five and, and 15 people. So if you if you look at those numbers, all of a sudden you're in this um, abundance mindset. You know, I just met five people. <laughs> There's five more people I can add to my database. And then if you do that eight times, let's just say it is only five people. Then you're like, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you. Okay, good. Um, that's 40 people that that you just added to your database times 12, right? So so a lot of times people don't think about that and they're like, I need I need more people. And I'm I'm always like, well, you need to actually go out to into these neighborhoods, preview properties, see if you can do an open house know that area. And then I always tell people the best, especially if you're new in the business, if you get invited to something, go. Don't make up excuses about why you can't do a happy hour or why you can't attend something because you will go come away with meeting people if you just go, right? If, if you're not being invited to something, then create something yourself. You know, create a meet meetup group, or create a um, happy hour, or create something. And and I've never had a, a problem with meeting people because of that. Um, when you get invited, and I say go, okay. Let's say if it's an it's in an area you, where you're going to this happy hour at someone's house, or a party, or a football thing, or whatever it is. I say study the neighborhood, go preview the properties before you go to this um, party. Because most of the people that are going to be at that that home are probably going to be neighbors. 
So now you know about this area and you can even talk about it to, you know, and they say, oh, I live in the neighborhood. Oh, really? Did you see that property down the street that just sold for? And and they're like, wow, this girl knows about this neighborhood. I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. I know about this neighborhood. I'm friends. With, you know, so it and then and then they might ask you. How's the real estate market? You know, when you tell them what you do. I always answer with. What have you heard? Instead of, instead of just talking about the market. Because when you ask those little simple words, what have you heard, and let them talk about it, then you know what they're thinking. And then you can come back with, instead of just doing, again, that's consultation versus presenting. How many times are we asked, how is the market? You know, when, you t- when, when they know you're a realtor, they see you face-to-face, it's almost the... The first question, what do you think about the market? And then I always say, well, what have you heard? Or what do you think about it? And, and then they start, well, I've heard this. And, and, and then you, you know how to respond. I love it, Monica. I'm going to start using that. What have you heard? I yeah, got something heard. in there too. Oh, good. And then, and then the other three words are, are tell me more. Tell me more. That I that I know. I love tell me more. <laughs> let let them talk. Yep. Because because people love to talk and they like that you let them talk. And so all of a sudden they're you're they're confident and and uh they're like, you know, I really like this person. Maybe when I get ready to buy, I'm gonna use this person. So I, I always tell brand new agents that those little things, those little tidbits, and and they say they work. Yep. Monica, this is great. So your your website's manifesting, sorry, manifestwithmonica.com, yeah. correct? Manifestwithmonica.com and manifestwithmonica.com. Go ahead. My book, Inner Being and Balance, you can uh, check it out there as well. And, um, you know, my mindset in the morning, my morning routine is is definitely, you know, the journaling and reading. But I wanted to mention this book because I don't know if you have heard of it. It's called Project 369. No. Um, the Key to the Universe. Involve, evolved consciousness. Cool. They have a workbook. So the workbook is called The Key to Wealth, Abundance, and Prosperity, Project 369. I think that you guys will love it. I'm going to put a class together. I've already talked to the author. Um, it, it, it's, it's all scientific. So if you like science, it's based on Nikola Tesla and his work with energy. I love it. I just wrote it down. I will check it out. Thank you for being here. Happy Mindset Monday to you and everybody. We'll we'll see you. At, truly, Monica, this is awesome. I, I know. I know. Now you got me thinking. I'm gonna I'm gonna start something called Monica's Mindset Monday. Yeah. There we go. All right, guys. <laughs> have a great day. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see All right. Bye, Bye guys. guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.